Welcome to the Global Missions Inc. podcast. Today's episode features Robert Persaud. It's so sweet to trust in Jesus, to lean on him. We do not understand it this way, but we know he who goes before us, he knows the way. And he has been in this pathway before us and Tonight, we are grateful to God for all that he has been doing for us. We have all been through a very difficult time during, I would call, a pandemic season, where the struggles and the isolations and difficulties and all kinds of problems that occurred, and God's people were crushed under a heavy load of so many things that took place. And the whole world had been affected and still is affected today. And so we thank God for his sustaining power in the body of Christ. Although we may consider ourselves this is a a lower number or lesser number than we usually have. But you know, God knows what he's doing. And our duty is to continue to trust God irrespective of the circumstances. Faith that I would rather die than give in. And that's what God wants us to do. Our duty is to trust God. And his duty is to accomplish those things that he would according to his will. And we would like to thank every one of you for the sacrifices to come out to these meetings, as has been already said. But tonight just brings us down memory lane, some of us, especially the more senior ones and the ones that were here before. This brings us down memory lane and I'd like to share some things from the Word of God just to remind us this is not going to be something new that we've never heard before, but just it's important to remind us. The Apostle Peter was saying that he brought into remembrance the things that was ministered or preached or taught. And that's what we need to do here. And so we're here just to remind you to keep pressing on, keep going on, keep um, keep walking on with the Lord. He's with you. He loves you. He cares for you. Some of us may feel that because of all that we are going through, that sometimes we feel that people have rejected us. People have ignored us and put us aside. But the Lord has not forsaken us. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He's with us even unto the end of the world because he loves us. And because God's love is so deep and so precious that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish 
but have everlasting life. Today, we are all, we are recipients of that divine and precious everlasting life. God flowing. It's an experience that we cannot explain. And that's okay. We do not need to explain. The, the moving of God's Spirit cannot be explained in human terms because this is so spiritual, it is so dynamic, the way God moved from heart to heart and from life to life. And He's moving all over the world. The Holy Spirit is moving. He's touching lives. He's doing a new work. Tonight here, He has begun afresh to do some new things. Let's look to the Lord and let's believe God. He will open doors for you. He will cause the desert to stream. He will cause things that we have never experienced before. Be, be prepared to enter into that realm. For God's got an army that's marching through the land. Deliverance is their song, healing in their hand, and we are accomplishing from victory after victory. But we have to stay the course, and we need to encourage each other. This evening, before we go to the Word of God, let us go to the God of the Word in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for all that you have done, all that you're doing, and Lord, all that you will do. We pray a special way for those who would like to be here because of circumstances are unable. We pray your blessing and anointing would reach to them. We pray that from this, even from this gathering here, your anointing will just reach to the ends of the earth as you have promised. Lord, bless your word to our hearts. Glorify the name of Jesus. In his precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Can we turn our attention to the book of Ezekiel? The prophet Ezekiel. This is a very familiar portion of scripture. Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel chapter 37. I'm reading from the King James Version. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about and behold, there were many, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy unto these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. 
and I will lay sinews upon you and I will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and ye shall live and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied there was a noise and behold a shaking and the bones came together bone to his bone. And when I beheld lo the sinews and the flesh came up upon them and the skin covered them above but there was no breath in them then said he unto me prophesy unto the wind prophesy son of man and say unto the wind thus saith the Lord God come from the four winds of the earth or four winds O breath and breathe upon the slain and they that they may live so I prophesied as he commanded me and breath came upon them and they lived and stood up upon their feet an exceeding army the Lord will bless the reading of his word. We'll stop there. But as we think more and more, it seems that tonight the Lord wants to create in us that fresh awakening of the value of prophecy in the church. Prophecy brings life. A church without prophecy can be considered dead. Prophecy, this move that started, I'd like to encourage us. It was a move that started with prophecy. And many of the things that God had said way back then, he has fulfilled every one of them. So just think of dry bones. Bones are supposed to be part of a living being dry, wasted and they they listened to the voice of prophecy son of man can these bones live? what a question no doubt about it it's a very and only God could answer that because Ezekiel he had the right answer oh Lord God thou knowest he did not have the answer because these these miraculous undertakings are in the realm of the Almighty. And he said, he gave Ezekiel the specific instruction to just prophesy, prophesy, prophesy the word of the Lord. It's God's word. It's, it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. It's by the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord takes the Word of God and uses simple, ordinary human beings to just speak forth His Word. I can tell you of many, many instances. There is a brother who was, he did not know to read. He did not 
know anything, he began to read, he began to try to read the New Testament, but he spent a lot of time in prayer. The Holy Spirit came upon him in an unusual way. He was filled with the Spirit. He spoke in another language. And he, people referred to him just that he was a prophetic machine because the Holy Spirit comes upon this guy who could not even express himself. And that expression comes from deep within, born of the Holy Spirit, comes out. And it's not just goes into the air or the atmosphere. It touches the human ear, goes deep right into our spirit. So it's the Holy Spirit using an ordinary person that to minister to our spirit. So it's the Holy Spirit. That's what Jesus said, that it's the, the Spirit of God he spoke about. And he said that in John chapter 4, verse 24, he spoke those beautiful words to the woman at the well. Jesus said it. He said, spirit and truth. So there is a depth, a weight that carries behind that truth. And this is what has exactly happened to Ezekiel. He was just obeying, obeying the voice of God. Obedience brings the blessing. Yes, amen. I'll encourage you, obedience. When the Spirit of God prompts us to prophesy, it's not our word, as I said before. It is His word. We are speaking forth His word, which carries behind those words. Is There's an, an authority there's a power that the, the, the voice of prophecy has ministered healing to those who are sick. Many times, come into a service and so downcast and didn't know what to do, but there's someone prophesying in the church, in the meeting place, and there it's what? That's the answer. Yeah. That's what I need to hear, Lord. Amen. We are so be dragged with the problems and difficulties, be a load of care, coming doom and gloom, and everything's not going our way. And we are so perplexed. We have to make a decision, and we don't know which way to go. In that service, and someone some brother, or some sister, someone, it does not matter who is the, who is the vessel. That person prophesy. Immediately, our spirits light up. Right away. God gave the wisdom what we should do when we go to work on a Monday morning. He just opened up. The light bulbs are on. The doors are open. It's the Spirit of God. It's the Spirit of God through the voice of prophecy. So I'm saying to us, to encourage us, each one of us can prophesy. Tonight, it is possible that everyone could prophesy one by one by one by one. Hallelujah. That's a tremendous, oh, I, I, what to God we can um, see by the Spirit, the realm of prophecy.
there is a, another person who was very ill, coming to the meeting very ill. The voice of prophecy. Somebody prophesied. It does not matter who's the person. It's not a personality. It's a ministry. That person prophesied. The person was healed in the meeting. That's the God we serve. And we, we have to continue to believe God, to accept what he's saying with that word of prophecy. And for sometimes, a miracle is very instantaneous. Right away. But a healing, healing takes a process, gradual. And this is what happened here, explaining about this whole scenario with Ezekiel. First of all, there were dry bones, and very dry in the valley of Jehoshaphat. There, then he spoke the words, and then there was a shaking and a coming together. We used to sing in Sunday school, knee bone connected to the hip bone, and hip bone to connected to the shoulder bone, or whatever bone, you know it, right? And then the last part, hear the word of the Lord. And that was such a blessing to all of the kids. I remember going to Sunday school class. Yes, I had Sunday school days. And that voice of prophecy just stood with us. Because the word of God is not for here and now. And it's a very good exercise sometimes to gather all the prophecies and put them together. You can see a thread going through all those prophecies. What God has spoken, live prophecy to his church. Because we need to hear those things. And then there is um, this dry bone. It begins to come together. You see, prophecy brings unity. Prophecy brings unity. And there's the disunity that we are having sometimes among us. When we hear that word of prophecy, it brings bone to bone. There's a connection that takes place in the realm of the spirit. And then after that has happened, Ezekiel was so overwhelmed and thrilled. I just can't get over this chapter. Read it over and over and over. And every time you read it, you see a different angle what God has been doing. And so as this prophecy came together, then what happened? Bone with bone, and then skin came on, and then a body. And you know what was lacking? The breath. Breath of God. Yes. You see, we can just gather as a body, but we could be dead spiritually. There is no life within us. This is what happened. And then when the Lord told Ezekiel, prophesy, and then came the wind of God, the wind of the Holy Spirit that blew in and brought life afresh. That is what is needed. I'll be frank with you. What is needed in Canada is a fresh moving of the Holy Spirit of God. What is needed in the United States, all over the world, 
there's a fresh moving of the Spirit of God. Nothing less than a revival, nothing less than a coming together of the body of Christ. And I would encourage us, if we find there is this disunity among us, that for some reason we need to just give that over to the Lord and leave it there. As human beings, we are all different. God made us that way. But he has given us the spirit of unity and that he operates within our spirit. The Holy Spirit anoints our spirit and is able to bring us together. So the Bible says, where the twos, not big numbers, you know, I would normally say where the fives are gathered. The twos, and the threes, there the fives are gathered. There he is to bless. That speaks of his presence, of his anointing. And so don't worry. I'm, I so appreciate this move because we do not emphasize. It's good to have large numbers. But God, Jesus must have known what he's saying when he said, where the twos and the threes are gathered in his name, he's there to bless and to do us good. So, we're sticking to the message here, and the message is give room to the Holy Spirit. Especially, especially when we find ourselves very inadequate. God will make up for that inadequacy, and He will use us. From my, I do not like to talk about myself, but sometimes I have to because and I do it very reluctantly, but I have to when necessary. But God has done some tremendous things in my personal life. We heard this evening before coming into the service of a little girl who is just six years of age and she accepted Jesus as her savior. Six years of age, Vera. And I wondered about that. And it seems that the Lord just took me back. I wouldn't tell you how many years ago that was. But I was just seven years of age when I went up in front to the altar as a little, as a child. And some of the adults looked at me. They didn't take me serious. But I knew the experience that I had it had to be a work of the Holy Spirit. And the next day I woke up, I saw the grass greener. I saw the sky blue, bluer, if there is such a word. And things were so different. That's the transformative power of the Holy Spirit working. In that particular meeting, there were prophecies before that went before. And I believe it was one of those prophecies, if I can recall, that really drew me to the altar. So never underestimate the voice of the Lord. And never be hesitant. Never be shy. Don't be afraid to prophesy. Be it resolved here tonight. Before we leave this door and we go out of this meeting, let us make that silent vow 
that you will obey the voice of the Lord, that you will prophesy whenever the Spirit prompts you, and you will just speak forth God's word. Also, for us, God has blessed some of us with the ministry of singing. We not only prophesy by mere words, we prophesy with words, with a melody added to it. Isn't that beautiful? And so we can prophesy. It was Brother Smith and Brother Hardy Kubersack and myself first time going into the country of Suriname. And when we went there, visited a little group of people gathered, and I was shocked. They were already singing in the spirit, singing in the spirit. So Brother Smith asked them, well, did anybody teach you how to sing in the spirit? No. When did you start it? They don't know. It's just it's born of the spirit. And the beauty about being spirit-led is that God will lead us into many ways. And tonight I appreciated what Brother Brian says, the one-liners and the two-liners sometimes can accommodate much more prophecy. Our meetings need to be packed with prophecy. I'm saying it again to encourage you. Our meetings need to be super packed with prophecy, with the voice of the Lord. And we want to see changes. We want to be our needy people. Yes, our homes, our marriages, our young people, our families. There's such a need. And, and don't worry if someone that comes into the meeting and that person may not, may just be a visitor. Don't worry. God will take care of that. And don't be surprised sometimes if that person has not been a Christian. They will accept the Lord in that. We've been into meetings that some people, when the Lord indicate we were praying for ministries and people and, and the voice of prophecy. And some people there, we've never seen them. We don't even know them. But you know what? The Spirit of God indicated them. And hands were laid on them because they were willing. It goes on both sides. There is a willingness before God can operate. God can operate only with a willing spirit, a willing heart. So we have got to just yield to that spirit of God. And he will accomplish much more in that area. And he will do a work that is beyond us. So... We see here uh, not only bringing unity in the body of Christ, not only strengthening and the body of Christ, but also in such a way we are supposed to be one unit. Jesus said it, right? Jesus said, This shall all men know, that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one for another. That's the hallmark. If we are fighting and so we are moving away. And so God wants to remind us. I, I hear all kinds of excuses because of the pandemic. 
One person told me that because of pandemic, people are becoming itchy and touchy and moody and a whole list of names. Well, you know what? The Spirit of God can take care of that. We've just got to give God place. We, got, we want to grow deeper in our ministry. We, when we wake up in the morning and we pray and we gather together and the Spirit is moving, just give that place to the Holy Spirit. Would you do that? Would you just give Him place? And the Spirit of God is beyond. We're still learning, learning. And as we learn to lean on Christ, He is the one. And looking at this whole prophecy here with Ezekiel, how it comes about here, and we see here um, in verse number ten. So I prophesied, as I as so I prophesied, and he commanded as he commanded me. That wonderful prophecy is a command. Wonderful prophesy. Prophesy the word of the Lord. Don't be afraid. Make up your mind strong. Hereafter, just prophesy once the Lord is moving and he's ministering to you. Regardless of who is next door, on the right and left and so on, you know, behind me or so on. Don't worry about that. You just obey God. That's what it's all about. And the end result here, so I prophesied as he commanded me and breath came into them and they lived life divine life supernatural life that only comes from the Holy Spirit and stood up upon their feet there's action here now you didn't have action before standing up upon their feet that's what the churches need today, to stand on their feet. Let the church be the church. The church needs to stop playing church and move on with God. They stood upon their feet, an exceeding great army. The greatest army in the world is not in some foreign country or from where we're from in the United States or something. The greatest army in the world is God's army. And you're a part of that army. And we are not wrestling against flesh and blood and arms and all the rest. We are wrestling against principalities and powers, against wickedness in high places. And the Spirit of God in us enables us to conquer and to defeat the works of darkness. And he will give us the victory. So keep on that wonderful, as I often say, keep on the hallelujah side of life. Where the glory of God will never fade. The glory of God will always be there. And as you walk with him, he'll take you step by step into that experience. I believe God will teach us greater and more as we just lean on him. Let's just bow our heads. Hallelujah.
Spirit of the Living God, fall fresh on me. sing it once more as we stand on our feet if we are able to do so. being at a at the crossroads as a young person wondering about prophesying i knew i should but they just seemed seemed to be insurmountable and then god just spoke to me and he said just tell me yes that you will and i'll help you so i would just like to you've got to do that i we can't do that for you but you can say yes lord when you prompt me i'm terrified I don't want anybody to hear me. I might make a mistake. All of those things went through my mind. Uh, but God will help you. But just say yes to him. Amen. And I think God's going to give us more opportunity to hear his voice through prophecy. And uh, This is not only a move of prophecy. It won't end. Because prophecy is just God speaking and he'll always speak to human hearts. We have a couple of prayer requests here. You've stood a lot. We'll let you be seated. Um, but continue to stand with us in prayer. 
Oh, it's just one. Okay, I'll read it now. Brother uh, Robert Prey. This is submitted by Trevor Sunbow from the Regina Assembly, and it's for our brother David Kotcher. Please pray for David Kotcher, who is having surgery on Tuesday, July 5th at 8 a.m. to remove a growth in his nose. The surgery is scheduled for two and a half hours, and he will spend one night in ICU. Please pray the surgery will go well and the recovery recovery will be quick and the growth will be benign. And we'll add to that uh, that God will just oxygenate his blood so that Amen. his breathing Amen. will be assisted by God himself as he goes through this. Amen. Let's pray. Praise God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Our Father and our God, we thank you that healing belongs to you. And Lord, we know this is not difficult for you because you can do the impossible. For the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. And so we come to you on behalf of our brother David Kotcher. We pray you'll touch him right now in Jesus' name in that hospital. That you will cause him, Lord, this surgery may go smoothly. Give the doctors and the surgeon the wisdom they need. That you will guide them, their father, and be with him. May the presence of the Holy Spirit surround him. And Lord, may the anointing of the Spirit just rest upon on him. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful man of God, an elder that you have called in your church, in your body. Thank you for being with him. Remember his dear wife, Elaine, at this time. Bless her too. Strengthen her. Give her the necessary grace and strength as they they go through this surgery, dear Lord. Thank you, Father, that you bless them all. And we claim this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 I I am aware that uh, our, our sister uh, Noreen Arsted needs prayer. Can anybody here give me uh, a bit of a thumbnail of uh, how she's doing? Anyone here? I just heard that she was uh, really needing the help of the Lord, a touch from the Lord in the hospital, maybe COVID-related. I don't want to start a rumor when I can't have a basis for it but yeah could we get a microphone to Cindy and have Cindy pray yeah Dennis had texted um, Heidi and she said she's in the hospital on oxygen and they they feel it is probably COVID because they don't well there's nothing else that they are feeling that could be causing her symptoms that she's having so she's in the hospital on oxygen that's about all we know but Okay, would you pray, please? Let's join in prayer. Father, we thank you. We can come to you. Yes. With every need, and we thank you that you are the God who hears and the God who answers. And tonight we bring Auntie Noreen, and we ask that the power of the Holy Spirit would rest upon her. And as we've heard of the breath of life, tonight we pray that that breath of life would just infuse her lungs. Yes, Lord. With the power from above, Father, give her a rest that she's not known tonight. Give her a peace that she's not known. And just cover her with your spirit tonight. And bring that life of of the spirit of God into her room, into her body, into her lungs, we pray. And we thank you 
we thank you for the answer, God. Give peace to her family. Give them comfort tonight and give them a confidence that you will be with her and that you are able to do above and beyond what we can ask or even think. And we thank you for that tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I just couldn't take my seat. I had to tell you this. Um, especially, this goes out mainly to our young people and to all of us. Just in case we are having a struggle to prophesy in the church, whether it be camp or our local church, and you pray about this. Yeah. Let the Lord lead you. And if you feel deep within your heart, you know, I would like to prophesy, but sometimes I don't know what to say and so on. You can see your local elder and talk to them about it. Talk straight. You know, we call it straight talk, right? Talk to them straight. Said, you know, especially the young people, prophecy is a tremendous weapon. Yeah. Don't forget that. Yeah. So if you, um, admonishing you see your elder and talk to them and tell them as it is they'll be willing to pray for remember they are fathers of the church amen take this advice and i'm sure they wouldn't they would not refuse you believe me they will not refuse you they will listen to you all right and elders um even you could approach um those who are a bit shy and to prophesy and encourage them. Encouragement. That's the vaccination that the church needs. A double dose of encouragement that we can be just a a double shot in our arms that we can be invigorated by the zeal and by the presence. Anyway, I have to stop because another sermon could be coming up here. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org.